Today's reading is Revelation 6. Then I watched as the Lamb opened one of the seven seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures say in a thunderous voice, Come. So I looked and saw a white horse, and its rider held a bow. And he was given a crown, and he rode out to overcome and conquer. And when the Lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. Then another horse went forth. It was bright red, and its rider was granted permission to take away peace from the earth, and to make men slay one another, and he was given a great sword. And when the Lamb opened the third seal, I heard a third living creature say, Come! Then I looked, and I saw a black horse, and its rider held in his hand a pair of scales. And I heard what sounded like a voice from among the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and wine. When the Lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard a voice of the fourth living creature say, Come! Then I looked and saw a pale green horse. Its rider's name was Death, and Hades followed close behind. And they were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, by famine, by plague, and by the beasts of the earth. And when the Lamb opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain for the word of God and for the testimony they had upheld. And they cried out in a loud voice, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you avenge our blood and judge those who dwell upon the earth? Then each of them was given a white robe and told to rest a little while longer, until the full number of their fellow servants, their brothers, were killed, just as they had been killed. And when I saw the Lamb open the sixth seal, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black like sackcloth of goat hair, and the whole moon turned blood red. And the stars of the sky fell to the earth like unripe figs, dropping from a tree shaken by a great wind. The sky receded like a scroll being rolled up, and every mountain and island was moved from its place. Then the kings of the earth, the nobles, the commanders, the rich, the mighty, and every slave and free man hid in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. And they said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of the one seated on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the day of their wrath has come, and who is able to withstand it? This is God's word. Yesterday we read in Revelation 5, that God was holding a scroll that was closed by seven seals. Jesus was the only one qualified to open the seals on the scroll, and in today's reading, he began doing that. In this chapter, he opened six of the seven seals on the scroll. Each time he opened the seal, something had happened on earth. At the end of this chapter, we learned that the bad things that happened were not random natural events. Instead, they were the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who can withstand it? That's verses 16 and 17 in the NIV. There are a number of questions which have to be answered to interpret this chapter and figure out its meaning. Getting into all the interpretive questions and viewpoints is not appropriate for a devotional like this one. The major lesson is that God's anger at the sins of humanity will eventually be expressed on earth, and it will be destructive according to verses 2 and 8, and deadly according to verse 4, as well as terrifying to every type of person on earth, according to verse 15. It's interesting that despite all the devastation described in this chapter, 
The martyrs who spoke out when the fifth seal was open did not view the tribulation described in this chapter as expressions of God's justice. In fact, they cried out to the Lord for justice, wondering aloud when God would judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood. That's the words of the NIV in verse 10. Their words indicate that the expression of wrath we read about in this chapter are not so much about God's justice, but about subjecting the earth to his authority. That is why the white horse, revealed when the first seal was opened, rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest, according to verse 2 in the NIV. This tribulation period, then, is a period of war. It is the Almighty God, King of the universe, squashing the rebellion of humanity against his rule and bringing the rogue province of earth back under his full control. The people on earth interpreted the cataclysms described in this passage as acts of God's wrath, according to verses 16 and 17. And they were correct about that. However, they believed that death could cause them to escape God's judgment, according to verse 16. While the martyrs of verse 10 were wondering when God's judgment would begin. The martyrs understood, and the ones hiding apparently didn't, that God's judgment would be handed down later when each person who ever lived would stand in God's courtroom. As bad as the tribulations in this chapter were, and they were terrible, they were not the final judgments of God, but acts of war by which God would subject everything to himself and establish his kingdom permanently. When I have witnessed about Christ to others during my life, I have occasionally met someone who said, I believe we're in hell right now. They don't have a clue what they're saying. This life can certainly be painful and destructive, And when the events of this chapter happen, things will get far worse. But the very worst devastation and suffering that anyone can experience on this earth is minor compared to the death sentence that God will hand down in the future, when the day of his judgment actually comes. In addition to inviting people to receive the forgiveness of sins in Christ, we need to learn to warn them that there is a day of judgment coming. It is unavoidable. And the sentence that God passes down on that day will eclipse even the worst suffering that has ever happened in this life. Have you turned to Jesus for refuge from that day of judgment? Are you warning the people around you about the fact that they will answer to God for the way they have lived on this earth? Are you inviting them to the only hope of avoiding God's judgment, which is the atonement of Christ, that we read about yesterday in Revelation chapter 5, verses 9 through 10. I hope you get an opportunity to speak to someone today about Christ and to warn them of God's coming judgment. If you thought this devotional was helpful, you might find it helpful to receive it every day in your email. And you can do that for free by going to dailypbj.com slash subscribe and putting in your email address. And every morning, this devotional with links to the audio and video will show up in your inbox. Please also consider supporting me financially on a monthly basis. Go to dailypbj.com support so I can keep making these videos as well as others like them. Also, please share this with someone who might be helped in their Christian life by it. And I'll see you next time. Have a great day. May God bless you today.